Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today to talk coaching here at the Sandful is State Coaching Manager, Dave Reynolds. We know Dave very well, and uh, he has been on Sandful Radio several times talking about uh, what he does here at the uh, league and also what he does out in the community for aspiring coaches and current coaches as well. And we also thought we'd introduce a new member to the Sandful staff, and that is Ryan Nelson, who has taken on the newly created role of Sandful Coach Development Coordinator. I think I've got that right, Davey Boy, have I? Yeah, spot on. Yep. Excellent. So, um, yeah, first of all, Ryan, uh, we'll bring you in first. Um, welcome aboard. Thanks, and, mate. Um, Good to be here. Tell us a bit about your role. Yeah, my role, I suppose, is more around helping coaches uh, with their coaching, I suppose, like coach education and developing uh, coaches. And I think if I reflect on my time in coaching, my start, whilst it might feel like a long time ago now, um, was very much around, well, here's a bag of balls and here's some cones and, and good luck. So I think, well, this, and, and Sample's done a great job in recent years in terms of being a real good resource to help coaches. Um, and I suppose my role is, is a part of that and helping coaches um, enjoy the experience of being a coach um, with the goal of that it's, it's better for everyone who's involved in, in the game, better for clubs yeah. if, if you've got a coach that enjoys, mm-hmm. uh, better for the players if they've got um, a coach who's really invested and yeah. enjoying the experience of being a coach and obviously better for the club as well. So yeah. that's where my role sort of fits in uh, with community footy mm-hmm. uh, and helping uh, coaches enjoy the experience. Sure. Uh, Dave, how did um, the new position evolve and why the need for it? Yeah, good question. Um, we were lucky to uh, pilot the role last year and we had uh, Sean Walker in the role. So it was great that um, we were able to highlight the need um, to our management staff here at Sample as to how important coaches are to our game and, and try to supporting to support them the best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had the pilot role last year, which was really successful and it, uh, it highlighted the need to ensure that this was a, a full-time ongoing role. Um, Sean Walker was in the role, but has moved back to Melbourne with his mm-hmm. fiance to be closer to family as they're about to get married uh, this weekend, actually. Um, so yeah, we're able to advertise the role again, and yeah, Ryan was was outstanding um, during that process, and uh, and has won the role. So we're really happy to have Ryan. He's he's someone that's been known to us for a couple of years now. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, doing great stuff with his own coaching. Um, but also is a, is a really strong believer in, in his own development and helping others as well. So w- what really stood out to us with Ryan is um, that he's, he's attended a lot of coaching workshops and very keen to develop himself, but also does a lot of work at his local clubs as well, trying to support the coaches there as well. So it's a couple of really good traits that are going to yeah, really help him out in this role and make him very successful and valuable for our team. And Ryan, how, where did the uh, hunger stem, I guess, to take on such a role? Obviously, as Dave alluded to there, um, mm. you attended several of the workshops and the like, and um, is that sort of where things sparked for you? Yeah, I think so. And I think if I reflect on my own coaching start, um, you know, back when I was at school, the sort of club came to me and said, hey, look, we need a coach, would you be happy to do it? Coach under 10s, and I was in year 12 at the time, and it was like, mm. oh, I'm sort of happy to do it, but I'm not yeah. really feeling like I'm skilled yeah. enough to do it and yeah. all that sort of thing. So. I think I probably often reflect back on that and think, mm. wow, how tough is it when you've got 30 or so under 10 is mm. looking at you and you're meant to you know, help these guys enjoy their footy and, and help them with their, their development and all that sort of thing. It became mm. quite challenging. Yeah. So I think I've sort of carried that 
um, into now I'm lucky enough to coach an A-grade side, but I've always thought about how hard it was to start yeah. and, and the need for assistance and development and mm. education for coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose that's where my, my passion lies about yeah. that sort of thing. Um, I also think as coaches, you know, if we can look at all aspects of the club, you know, like we, the Sample runs a really good program around, you know, coach workshops, um, developing coaches to have handbooks and, and, and things like that. I've always thought as a coach, if you can be really involved in that area, then it benefits your club. Mm-hmm. But it also gives you a really good aspect about what's happening in all areas of your club, which yeah. I really think your A-grade coach should certainly be involved in. Yeah. Um, you know, guiding the club and, mm. and, and being, a, uh, I suppose, a club coach, not just a coach of your team. I yeah. think that's really important as well. And you've alluded to um, your current coaching, obviously the A-grade uh, premiership coach at Gummeraka won the flag last year and a fantastic um I guess it was a little bit of an upset victory against Kersbrook, who'd gone through the minor round undefeated. But um, uh, that, but also you've got a yeah, quite a wide, expansive coaching resume. So that's going to allow you to hit the ground running in such a role. I would have thought. Yeah, definitely. I think if you reflect on, I suppose, community clubs, and whilst I think a lot of community clubs are very similar, um, we probably all face the same challenges. Mm. Um, so I sort of see my role in terms of assisting coaches with those challenges. Yeah. So, um, and, and you know exactly what it's like to be there on a Tuesday night and only uh, 10, 10 or so blokes rock up all of a sudden because it's wet and cold and windy in the middle of July. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I suppose that's where clubs have really got to be active about, mm. you know, um, having a good coach who's engaged and wants yes. to develop the club. And then if we can make those sort of experiences as enjoyable as they are, then people will want to be involved and want to come to the club and you know, yeah. grow, grow the club that way. So yeah. I think the coach plays a really important role mm. in um, developing clubs in, in yeah. terms of attracting people and things like yeah. that. I think that's really important as well. I think, Dave, um, it's important to have someone such as Ryan in the role because um, we see so much support these days for players, don't we, in a lot of different areas with nutrition and their... Um, their exercise and and all of that sort of thing but where like there just hasn't been the support there over the journey for coaches to the same level as players has there? Yeah I I totally agree which is why it's been so exciting for me to uh, to to be able to have this role as as an ongoing role Mm -hmm. and um, it's very exciting to to have a think about what Ryan's going to be able to contribute as well Mm -hmm. and I think one of the one of the best things for me with with Ryan coming in is that he's, he's been coaching uh, football uh, a lot at a senior level for for about 15 years so um, there's already been some really good conversations we've had around some things that we're looking to put in place and, and we've been able to bounce off Ryan he's able to have a look at it from the other side of the fence mm-hmm. um, sometimes I get um, too caught up you know I, I know it too well and I'm, I'm not as embedded in the environment um, as I once was so mm-hmm. it's great to have someone who's actually living and breathing from the coach's yeah. point of view um, to be able to really challenge some things we've been doing and um, come up with some really great concepts that we haven't even thought of before. So mm. really exciting from that angle. And we speak about great concepts. Uh, obviously, one of those uh, re- well, recently has been the introduction of the Level 3 here in South Australia, uh, something that uh, I know you've <laughs> been banging on the door to get up and running for some time because there has been a real thirst for it. Yeah, so it's it's something that's, that I'm, I'm really proud of that we've been able to, to put in place. I, I guess just to give you a little bit of history, the, the Level 3 coaching course uh, has generally been 
mainly for AFL coaches and some state league head coaches of, of snuck in as well. But to get into the course, it was uh, it, just a high performance course. Mm. Uh, only high performance coaches could get in, and it was only around about 24, 25 nationwide that would get in. So yeah. very, very slim chance of getting in. Um, and so over over my time in coaching, I've had a lot of people from from uh, from sample clubs um, really interested in getting in, um, but have struggled to get in. And I've also had a lot of people like Ryan um, out in the community who are who are really good A grade coaches and are really keen to continue their development, mm-hmm. um, and have come to me and said, "How do I get into the level three? Mm-hmm. And I'll basically say, "Well, unless you're coaching at AFL level or, yeah. or head coach at a sample club, um, there's just no chance of you mm-hmm. getting in." So. Um, we've been working, we've been rallying really hard uh, for the last couple of years and we've been working with the AFL on some of these concepts. And so we've been able to, this year, uh, we're trying to open the door for more people to get involved at the next level, at level three. So there's now, there's now a specific level three for, uh, for AFL coaches, a specific one for state league and talent pathway coaches. Um, and here in, in SA, um, we've piloted a, a level three coaching course just for community coaches. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, only community coaches um, have been invited into this program. So it's great to be able to tailor a package specifically to their needs at that level. Yeah, terrific. And uh, Ryan, uh, what have your impressions of it been so far? Yeah, absolutely. It's been fantastic. Um, what I really say about this, Zach, and, and obviously the content of what's um, what's, I suppose, presented on the day is really relevant to what we experience out in Clubland. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other benefit you get of getting involved with these sort of courses is you actually develop, I suppose, mentorships among mm-hmm. other coaches. Um, coaches sometimes, you know, if they're wearing a different polo, yeah. you might not talk to them. Yeah, yeah. But when you come yeah. together over these sort of periods and you, you, know, you, just, you know, I suppose, you get to meet coaches mm-hmm. who are very, very similar to what you're doing back in your community club, mm-hmm. You really develop like a bit of a friendship amongst yes. the coaching community, mm. which is really beneficial in terms of, you know, if you're having a bad day, you've got a mate who you can call now. Yeah, um, yeah. Or if you can enjoy someone else's successes, it's a really, uh, mm. I suppose it makes our job enjoyable. Mm. So not only is the content, I think, really uh, relevant to what we experience out in Clubland, but that whole development of a mentorship, I think that's another part you get of, of getting involved in these sort of sessions. Yeah, definitely. And um, Dave, the, just looking at the curriculum, obviously uh, there's been, uh, well, there's stuff uh, going on for about six months or so through them because it is a pretty long-ranging course, but there's reasons for that. And obviously started off in November last year at West Adelaide Footy Club and, uh, and then also a, a section at Port Adelaide and then uh, in January as well. Um, back at Westies again and um, yeah if you could just run through I guess some of the stuff that uh, you've done um, starting off back in November. Yeah so when we first pulled the course together it was really it was really important that we aligned it closely to the current curriculum for the level three so that we could benchmark it and and give it the the right accreditation. Um, So we've had elements of that but then we've also been really wary of making sure that it meets the needs of the coaches who are coming um, who are at community level. So we've tried to align this there's six days face to face over mm-hmm. about a 12 month period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started off with two days back in November. 
um, and wanted to start the program off really well. We, we got Daniel Healy from Leading Teams to come in and talk a lot about shaping the environment. Um, we just talked a lot about developing culture, philosophy, building relationships, leadership. Um, so a really good day. And, and one of the benefits of that day was uh, the whole group really got to know each other and start to build relationships really well with each other. Mm. A lot of them didn't know anyone else in the room. So mm. it, was, it was great to, to start the process there. And then on, on the second day in November, we went down to Port Adelaide Football Club and lucky to have Nathan Bassett take them through uh, the majority of the day around developing and implementing strategies. Um, so be able to utilise the, the AFL facility there as well and, mm-hmm. and the expertise of Nathan Bassett was, was just amazing and the, the guys really got a lot out of it. We yeah. then took a bit of a break, came back yeah. in, in January, so uh, uh, two weeks ago on the 17th and 18th of January. Um, came back and, and spent... Uh, a couple of days, uh, the first day was around skill acquisition, mm-hmm. so we were lucky to have Michael Maloney from uh, SASE, who's a skill acquisition expert. Yeah. He came and uh, presented a session there for the majority of the day, uh, and then we thought we'd mix it up a little bit mm. and see uh, see how you know, a really good expert coach implements skill acquisition into their coaching environment themselves. So we are lucky to fall back on uh, Daniel um, Blackwell, who's a coach down at Kuyonga and um, was just named uh, the, the coach of the year um, nationally in Australia as, as well in, in golf. So really lucky to have his expertise and seeing how he uses skill acquisition in, in his environment. And, then, and I was yeah, just going to say there, Dan, um, Dave, uh, with Dan, um, what, what benefits were there to get someone from a different sport in, I guess, not just footy, but um, just to nice get a bit of a wider perspective on things? Yeah, so from, from the stuff that we learned earlier on in the day, it was great to see how those skill acquisition principles were, were used and put in place, mm-hmm. um, and just to see how a really experienced coach was able to, to implement them um, to, to suit the individuals that they're working with was, was really important. Um, it's great to have a look at another sport. So with golf, we got to see uh, different games and it was, it was a great example with skill acquisition. Um, a lot of the time you get very caught up with the technical aspect um, of our game um, and, and golf is one that typically <laughs> yeah. if you think you can have golf lessons it's going to be very technical based mm. with you know working out your swing and um, whereas Daniel showed some some great examples of how he, he does spend some time in that space but he also spends plenty of time uh, working through different mm. situations you know, he often talked about how he would change the environment uh, to, to provide different training um, opportunities for him and yeah. he would often you know pick up the ball off, off the fairway and chuck it in the rough under a tree and, and, and give the, the player um, you know, a chance to try and figure out how they can get out of that situation rather mm. than just training in a, in a clean environment. He certainly tried to make it as messy as he could. And be yeah. a, one of his quotes was he tries to be a, a problem generator rather than a, a problem solver, which is a, a great concept which filtered on uh, with the rest of the day really, really nicely. Yeah, I suppose on that day, the thing yeah. I got out of it was about how that relates back to, to footy mm-hmm. um, and how training should look. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as coaches, sometimes we get so worked up if training's not perfect. Yeah. And we get, yeah. oh, no, it has to be perfect, it has to be right, this has to be right, and all that sort of stuff. The big message I got out of both those sessions in the morning and the afternoon was that if training's not perfect, that's okay, we're learning. Yeah. And that's what we should be doing at training. Yeah. We should feel really comfortable as coaches if there's mistakes, because that's yeah. learning. Yeah. Um, and sometimes if it's really clean, well, then the challenge point's not high enough. Mm. And training mm. needs to be more challenging. Mm. If we can get challenge, training more challenging, 
then we'll, we'll learn more. And okay, so and I think yeah. sometimes as coaches we get so worked up if it's not perfect. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's not meant to be perfect. Interesting philosophy, isn't it? That, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, 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 no, yeah, important. Sure. No, excellent. And then, um, uh, then still at Westies on the second day, and uh, a lot of. Uh, Interaction there from Alex at Sassy and also Sean Watt. Uh, just tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so, yeah, the first day in January was around skill acquisition, around kind of uh, what you do. And, and then so the, the second day we want to have it more around how you actually facilitate the learning um, when you are doing the coaching. So Sean Watt is, a, is, is an expert, has, has spent some time uh, working with Corwin um, and is a, a teacher by trade and a, a current principal. And what um, is Corwin, just for the listener's benefit? Corwin is, is an organisation who spends uh, who spends a lot of time um, in the uh, pedagogy space, uh, helping teachers um, best learn how to how to educate their students, and is also a, a really a worldwide publisher in that space as well. So, um, experts in the space of, of visible learning um, and basically you know, how how we actually teach. Mm. So it's great to have Sean's expertise in in teaching because uh, there's obviously a lot of transferable skills in there. Um, as a coach, we're definitely teachers, so yeah. it was great to yeah to, to have that implemented in, into the session there. And and so me and Sean sat down and mapped out the session, and so we focused on two main areas um, around making sure that uh, we understand providing clarity mm -hmm. uh, and also how to actually give effective feedback. So mm -hmm. that was really good. And we, we had a little bit of fun with it and got the uh, participants to all rock up with a, a five-minute skill that they had to teach and they could oh, okay. teach whatever they wanted. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't football-related. Yeah. Um, so we got some, some really fun ones uh, in there. We had some, some someone taught us how to do uh, card counting at the casino, yeah. uh, how to juggle, <laughs> uh, how to tie a tie, uh, how to do a Rubik's Cube. We, we got some, some really good yeah. ones. So that was just a, a really fun, interactive way that we could then get them to, to deliver a skill, to, mm -hmm. to teach a skill, and then we can then, as a whole group, reflect on how effectively we are teaching that skill uh, relating back to what we're doing in football yeah. space. Yeah, terrific. And then uh, the next two, uh, which are still yet to come, uh, obviously day five and day six, uh, one will be halfway or sort of towards the back end of June on Sunday, June 21, and then uh, at the end of the season, Saturday 24th of October. I guess, Ryan, just to speak to those two for yourself, um, they'll be important, I guess. Uh, so now the, um, the process is you've perhaps set some goals from throughout the year that you want to achieve and then you've got your mid-year and your end-of-year reflection. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, certainly for the Level 3 guys as they work their way through the program, mm -hmm. I think that um, it will certainly be important to come back and reflect on, I suppose, share our learnings. Mm -hmm. um, we sort of touched on before about you know, how the groups sort of come together and I know Daniel Healy did some, real, some really good work about mm -hmm. um, bringing our group together. So I think um, we're already seeing that as a bit of a trend. You know, we're seeing Facebook pages pop up okay. amongst the people who attended mm -hmm. and we're seeing people starting to share ideas and all that sort of stuff. So... Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose from you know, from, from club land, you know, like the fact if you've got someone who you can call, who you, who's yeah. a coach as well, that you can who's supportive, um, and, and, and just to share ideas with, mm. I think it's a really good benefit of the course. So I really look forward yeah. to the to the sessions that are coming up and uh, day five, day six, when it's uh, reflection and communication time. Terrific. Well, uh, thank you both for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that, and uh, really good to meet you and find Thanks, out Zach. more about your role, Ryan. So, look forward to working with you in the future. And once again. Thanks for coming up again, uh, Dave, and having a chat about all things coaching once again. No problem. Thanks for your time, Zach. Thanks, mate.